0: The Community Foundation Awards are scheduled for March 21st at the Hilton Garden Inn Manhattan Conference Center. The GMCF puts this on every year, recognizing individuals in our community that go over and beyond to do all kinds of great things. And today on Philanthropy Today, we have one of the nominees in the Distinguished Volunteer category. Her name is Debbie Madsen. Debbie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Dave. So tell me about Debbie Madsen. What's your story?
1: Well, my story is that I, I moved to Manhattan in 1983. I came with my mom, and uh, came here for a job at K State. Never thought about volunteering. It was just the farthest thing from my mind. I was—I uh, had a job that took a lot of energy. I had a house that was a fixer upper, and. Um, Pretty much very happy with that routine until the flood of 1993.
0: Oh, I remember the flood of 1993 well.
1: It's the people who lived through that flood will never forget it. And believe me, I will never forget it. My house took a lot of water that year. And uh, my friends and I had sandbagged the house, put up plastic, and thought we were ready before we left to go stay with friends. It was several weeks later when we returned, and I came to the front. The front of the house looked just as normal as can be and then I walked around the back Uh and I saw the devastation from that water and then I saw the sandbags. There were hundreds of sandbags in my backyard. Volunteers who didn't know me at all just showed up in the heat and the hard heavy sandbags and uh, built a levee all the way uh, around the southwest corner of my house to try and protect it from the water. It was not high enough. The water came anyhow. But when I saw those sandbags, Dave, it just touched my heart. And I decided right then and there that I needed to give back to this community.
0: Oh, that's a good reason, and and I was touched in the same way. I was evacuated from my house, mm-hmm. uh, which was further north of you on Parker Drive at the time, and but I didn't have any kind of flood issues there, other than there's water in the driveway. Mm-hmm. But having to be out of there, and you know, the thing that touched me most was being on the radio and talking about the the needs that we that we had in our community. Mm-hmm. And not so much about talking about it, but how people responded mm-hmm. and it was it was so genuine and and just a massive amount of concerning care for for our fellow neighbors absolutely.
1: Absolutely. It was, despite the, the horribleness of the experience, it was heartwarming. It really was heartwarming, the way the community pulled together and people outside the community came to Manhattan specifically to help. It was an amazing uh, outpouring of, of love and neighborliness. So,
0: it inspired you to become a volunteer. It did. And what have you been volunteering in?
1: Well... Um, initially, I didn't have a lot of time. Of course, I was working, so I did um, volunteer by committee. So I was appointed to the city's Social Service Advisory Board, um, which really kind of set me on my path because on that board, you—it um, it is a city board that recommends to the city commission um, funding, city funding, for social service agencies. So the agencies apply to SSAB, we review the applications, we make site visits, um, we talk to the director and often the, the uh, board of directors. So we get to know those agencies very well and what they do. And that experience really opened my eyes to the needs in this community. You know, Judy Davis, who for years was the director of the Crisis Center, said that um, in Manhattan we have invisible poor. The agencies do such a good job in handling it that most people in Manhattan don't realize the extent of the need here. Well, that that experience just showed me what I needed to do when I retired.
0: What are some of the organizations you've helped out with?
1: Well, um, in addition to SSAB, of course, and that was just a six-year term, um, I have worked for about 20 years with the Manhattan Area Habitat for Humanity, starting out small, again, with just committee work, and then after I retired, became more with board and and, uh, way over my head with that one. Flint Hills Breadbasket, I've been doing for 14 years. Um, I was a... um, an ally for the first class of Circles family. Circles is now Thrive. Right. Um, the uh, church on the Missions Committee and more recently, a couple of years ago I was appointed a historian of the First United Methodist Church. Now there's a church with an interesting no history. Kidding. <laughs> no
0: kidding. Not just interesting but a lot of history. A lot
1: of history. A lot of history. Um, and so, oh, and the Crisis Center. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of Different organizations, some longer experience with them, some shorter, but always around social service. That is where my heart lies.
0: We're visiting with Debbie Madsen, who is a distinguished volunteer nominee. Debbie, do you know who volunteered, or Debbie, do you know who nominated you?
1: I do. I do. It's my friend Karen Cole. Uh, Karen was my flood family. In 1993, when we had to get out of that house, uh, my mom and I and dog and cat moved to Karen's house. Uh, She and her husband and and, uh, son, and we stayed with them for almost six weeks um, you know, the floodwaters had gone down, but the city didn't um, let us back into the neighborhood until they were certain that the uh, gas and electricity and everything were okay. We had to replace all of the uh, electrical outlets and have inspectors and everything before we could move back into the house, never mind clean it. So we were with Karen and her family for six weeks.
0: That's a long time.
1: That's a long time. That's, a, that? that's a special friend.
0: No kidding. No <laughs> kidding. Do you still live in that house?
1: I do. Really? The very same house. And I still have one of those sandbags. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a nice keepsake, I guess, yeah, right? Or is it, yeah. a, is it an unpleasant reminder?
1: No, no, it's just there, and uh, it's not an unpleasant reminder. I, I've Sort of the flood part has gone away, but the people part has remained.
0: Tell us what charitable giving means to you.
1: Well, um, I guess when I was working, I was had more money than I do now. I'm retired, of course, and on a fixed income. And so, you know, I would just write checks to organizations, quite a lot of organizations, never very much money, you know, just to sort of spread it around. Now that uh, as a retiree I have less income, Um, my giving is more targeted, so now I give more money to fewer organizations, organizations that I really believe in. Um, Some of them are local, some of them are national. Um, I even give to the organizations that I volunteer for because my volunteer hands um, can't, pay payroll or can't buy eggs and milk or, um, you know, these organizations need money as well as volunteers. And working with them, I see how important that money is.
0: The Community Foundation puts a lot of emphasis on the three Ts, time, treasure, and talent. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of talent and a lot of time that goes into some of the work that you do right. as a volunteer. Right? What does it mean to you to to help others, especially those that are facing some of the really darkest challenges that a human can face?
1: Well, I guess for me, it it gives my life purpose, Dave. You know, I'd like to to make a difference. I'm I'm a person who believes that one person can, in fact, make a difference, that just sitting around doing nothing is not the answer. If we all did a little something um, and pitched in together the world would be a whole lot better place. So sometimes, you know, I work alone, like in the history room and at the breadbasket, I work with a team of others, and, you know, we all just pitch in and we get the work done.
0: Well, obviously, you've made quite a bit of difference if you've been nominated as a distinguished volunteer.
1: Well, that is an incredible honor. I, I When Karen told me she had nominated me, I, I was really quite flabbergasted.
0: Now, we ask all of our nominees... There's a $100 gift that uh, the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation offers to provide to an organization of your choice in your name.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Debbie Madsen, who do you choose?
1: The Flint Hills Bread Basket. I've been a volunteer there for two mornings a week for 14 years. That's where my heart is. Well, you
0: have an amazing heart. Congratulations on the nomination, and and thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Dave. Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Astracast. Follow us online at Astracast.com.